All right, all right. Well, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We uh, we are here today with the cast, and by the cast, I mean two people from Lucky Boy, world famous Newgrounds short. Oh, uh, hold up. Well, I mean, you're not wrong, right? Tom? Wow, we're, we're, we're at the bottom <laughs> I was of the cast. my beard. Anyways, we're joined here. We got Brandy, Brandy Buizel. You you all yeah. know him from his famous NGPR segment. Yeah, it, we've got some great trivia for you tonight. <laughs> And we got the. Yeah. We That's got the, the name of the segment. Man. I don't have any right now. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play. Uh, you don't know Jack in about three minutes. Yeah, because we're gonna run out of questions. But anyways, and we got the big man. We got Domrom here. Uh, you know me. I'm I'm big. Yeah, you don't you know have to call me. Big? Yeah, you will. Yeah. <laughs> and the somewhat <laughs> even larger man interviewing them both. Bull, my boy. Me. I'm really big. Bull, the really boy man. Big. Anyway, He's like if he ate both huge. of us. So how are you guys? How are you guys doing tonight? How is everything going? And now, now that you guys have, you know, you're finally finished. Oof. Uh, honestly, it's a breath of fresh air because, like, we. I mean, you know, when when you're when you're doing a project this long and it's like this like daunting, like you're like, oh, I want to make like a ten minute short or whatever. Like, you're just walking in the dark for so long because you can't really show it to anyone, and that is out and people love it. Like. Honestly, it's 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 been a great month. Like, yeah. So, how long have you guys been working on it? Eighteen months. Oh, is that really the number? Yeah, it, that's because, over like, a year for people who can't do math. Well, so all right, all right. So, two things. First of all, the reception has been great. Um, I unfortunately got sick immediately after I was done working on the film and it came out, and I'm still recovering for it. So, my voice is a little bit weird. Sorry about that. But we're gonna be talking about Lucky Boy like at length and to a degree there's like spoilers i guess to the short and we're gonna be here for a while so i just want to say is like if you haven't seen lucky boy and you're watching this live or you're for watching the edited version up on Newgrounds, just like pause the thing or deafen yourself go watch lucky boy it's on the front page of Newgrounds. It. it's 10 minutes long watch it. watch it come oh, back <laughs> we'll still be talking about it oh yeah yes yes so i want to go back really? Yeah, yeah, like, let's just, like, wait 10 minutes, play some Jackbox. Yeah, no, we have to do our, we have to do our you know, Jack segment. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> on on the Wii. We're playing it on the Wii. But, yeah, oh, we yeah. did the, yes. we started 18 months ago, because um, the, the way that it works is it was a student film that Dom had pitched, and then our team got assembled towards the end of that school year. We were all moving on to be seniors, and we started work over the summer. Dom and I had private writing sessions together, because he's yeah. directing, I was producing um so like when 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 i pitched the film it was like uh last semester of uh the year before and when i got my team uh ultimately i i why did i say ultimately like that ultimately i chose brandon as uh, the producer and then like um most of summer was like us having like writing sessions and like sending documents back and forth and then every every week just became so much more work than the last like as it went on and yeah. that went on for like a year it was crazy i miss i miss the writing sessions they were a lot of fun because it was a lot of not only were we hammering out the story really early on uh and getting in like all of the the pieces our story circle getting ready for like storyboarding with the rest of the crew like so we could hand them something and be like don't worry we're, we're on track with an idea but it was mostly just like writing sessions where we just like be on a call for a couple hours each morning and just try and make each other laugh with like dumb sock jokes. 
Mm, what was the know. actual like original idea like that you guys like like the kernel that started it all was like did you guys know you were going to do a sock puppet or like was that like what was the uh, original kernel there? yeah there oh, was a sock man. puppet absolutely in dom's pitch okay so this is actually a really funny story but the way that um like i came up with lucky boy is i was in uh a at, at scad um they 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 have like collab classes where you get together with um, an entire class and like you make a film uh, for like the SCAD, uh, like film fest openings or whatever. Um, and so I was producer on the film that semester and one of my teammates, uh, his name is Nate. He was working on this film called Out of the Inkwell uh, for his senior year that you all need to look out for. But anyways, he was like, he was like, guys, like, wouldn't it be crazy? Like if... Like, like, how fast do you think Chairman Gallagher would, like, turn down an idea if, like, someone actually pitched, like, a sock puppet film? Like, and everybody <laughs> laughed. And then, like, I was, like, in my brain, I was, like, wait, actually, like, I feel like if someone pitched a sock puppet film, like, it would get greenlit because it's just so, like, strange. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I was, like, okay, like, I need to make a sock puppet film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the original pitch was about this uh, guy. He didn't actually, he wasn't actually named Lucky at the time, but it was like vaguely the idea that was going around, but it was always titled Lucky Boy. And it was about this sock puppet who, um, I don't even know if he established that he wanted to be a musician. It was just this like cute little pitch that he recorded where he plays both characters, him talking to his boss who clearly doesn't appreciate him and does not pay him enough. Yeah. So the, for, the, the second sequence is like that incarnation where he's talking to the boss in the actual short. That's always been a part of this. Yeah, that's always been there. That and like the ballad at the end, like those were the two, and um the the guitar breaking, like those were like the three. Yeah, in sequence one, like, definitely. Also the chase, you know, really. Is... Mm. <laughs> Everything else just kind of like germinated. For the only thing that wasn't there in the original time. pitch was the credits. <laughs> had to oh, make yeah. it first to find out who was in it okay actually while we're on the topic i want to say something crazy about the production was that like when summer came around i'm i'm super like i i love like um like figuring out feasibility and like actually like churning out projects that are like really complete and stuff and like we would make scripts and i would like uh like i would talk with brandon and i would be like dude like this this is going to be like an eight minute film. Like we need to like cut it down. Brandon would always go like, no, no, like we can do eight minutes. And it just like kept growing. <laughs> I think I said that the line for me was 14 minutes. Yeah. At least in I writing. think that we got there at one point. We did. We got there. I at feel one like point there was an was animatic like that was like straight. dangerously close to 14 minutes. Like, and oh my God, like, pre-production process is just cutting apart your film like so many times like it's crazy yeah we have tons of like little animatics that i've saved just for posterity and we have one that's like almost 14 minutes it's super free and long and we're not counting credits and then the very next animatic we recut the thing and it got it down to eight minutes so we chopped out like six minutes we hammered out the pacing we cut a lot of shots and then again like two weeks later dom came back to me with like his own extra edit and was down to six but it was paced a little bit right, fast. And 10. so that's six. Well, that six got stretched back to 10, so it felt more comfortable and fluid. Uh, I see. So I want to ask for people who, like in the like, chat who are not like aware or like, used to like film and animation uh, terminology, what exactly does a producer uh, do? Oh, I uh, make sure that everything gets done 
uh, on time and that everybody who is working on the film has a role or knows what their role is and what they need to get done and when they need to get it done. It's a lot of spreadsheets and a lot of management. A problem that I realized really early on, and I talked to Dom about this, uh, we were coming off of our pre-production stage. We were finishing up our storyboards and we were about to go on to our uh, fall semester break, you know, like Thanksgiving and stuff. And I took, pulled Dom to the side and I was like, listen, it's going to be really obvious that I'm like the heavy hitter of the film. I know all the 3D. I know all the 2D. I know all the compositing. I'm going to be doing all this work. And I was already making videos with him, teaching our crew how to do like photogrammetry scans and like basic 3D modeling Blender because a lot of them have been trained in Maya instead. And we want to use Blender on the film for its advantages. And I realized like, I was like, oh man, I can't be a heavy heater on the film and be responsible for what everybody's doing. And at the time we were holding open auditions for the cast and I had to manage like 92 different voice actors who were applying to be different roles. And I was just like, hey Dom, I can't do this. And I think Amanda really <laughs> likes spreadsheets. And so we pulled on my co-producer, uh, Amanda, to like lighten my load and help us keep management of people so I could do both. Because producing is a really yeah. tough job that you have to do. It's more time consuming the, than you think. The thing about producing, like, is that like a producer is like a super valuable like asset to any team. But a producer gets more and more valuable the bigger the scope of the team and project get. And if you even just look at the credits, like there's been a lot of people who we've been in contact with to like get animation and voice acting and everything done. And between that, we also had to like do presentations for our classes to show oh. progress, like just extra producer work. Like it was impossible. Like we needed like a, a second producer to come on so that like Brandon could actually work his magic. Like yeah. that, that's, how, that's how big this project got. God, it, it got to a point where we needed a, a co-producer, a second producer. Like, hey, we were a trendsetter in that though. Cause like the moment that we hopped on with a co-producer and the moment that we announced everybody's like, hey, we're a 10 minute film. All of a sudden, all the other SCAD films that were talking to us is like, oh yeah, we're eight minutes. Oh yeah, we're 14 minutes. And we're like, what? And then like, I was like, oh yeah, I have a co-producer cause the shit's hard. And like, what? We can do that? And like, yeah, just, <laughs> just put the work. Go get somebody else. Like the, shit's hard, man. I feel you, we're in the same spot. And then, like, all the other films, like, a few of them started getting, like, co-producers in. And I was like, eh, it's good for mm. you. So I want to, so how did you two meet? Oh, right. Did you guys meet at SCAD or did you guys meet on Newgrounds beforehand? Uh, we met at SCAD. Um, this is already getting foggy for me because this was a while ago. We, we met, like, it's not long before for me. we got assigned together. Like, I, I remember the first time that I met Dom. And then I also remember the second time I met Dom because they were very two specific moments where I got two very different reads of the same person. The first time mm -hmm. uh, we were both taking a really intensive course. Um, he was taking it with our favorite professor, Troy Gustafson. Um, mm. And I was taking it with my second favorite professor, Nathan Asquith, who is a stop motion God, but they were both uh, this course uh, on human anatomy. I forget. What, what is it again? Dom? Starts with like an A, I think. Uh oh, it's uh, a sketchbook one where you have to draw like two hundred pages. It's like form form. Uh, oh, action analysis. Action analysis. Yeah, we yeah. look like idiots. Um, so we're both taking action analysis by two different professors, and uh, his class was having a grind session so they could hammer out a bunch of pages because we needed like two hundred pages front and back filled with sketches, and it, it's basically like the most daunting, arduous task in the freaking world, and your hand goes numb. 
and there's only so much time yeah. we could do it. So they were like staying in this room studio space and doing it. And me and my roommate, uh, Kevin, uh, decided to like come help fill out our own sketchbooks. And when we came in, we were greeted to one of Dom's classmates who immediately uh, started like belittling us a little bit because they were like, oh, they're not taking Troy's class. It's not the hard one. They only have to do 200 pages, not both sides, blah, 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 blah. And Dom was like, yo, cool. Their class is hard enough too. I was like, all right, this Dom guy's pretty cool. Hey, you guys want pizza? And then I bought everybody pizza that night when we watched uh, an Atlantis movie for a break. Oh, I love Atlantis so much. That movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. Wait, that was what, what was the second time? What was the second time that we met? Uh, the second time <laughs> I find super funny because um, it was in 202. It was this basic animation principle class and we were in two different classes again. So we were always like friends of friends. We didn't really become yeah. friends until we started working on Lucky Boy together and having those like writing sessions. But I distinctly remember, and Dom's going to swear against it, but I distinctly remember at one point, like I was mentioning Newgrounds because I had gotten invited to Pico Day that year. And Dom was like, oh, yeah, I remember Newgrounds. It's not like that board site. And then like, I was like, really? <laughs> okay. I was Here, like, here's the thing. This again. And then I had to defend it. And then like Dom later uh, did like tell me months later, I was like, yeah, I've actually been on Newgrounds for years. I just haven't used my profile. And like he showed me and I was like, oh, that's weird that you acted like that. Right, real quick, real quick. Dom, what's your favorite meat and fuck game? Oh my god! Enough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, okay, I definitely, I definitely said it was a born side. Um, like I'm not gonna fight against that. But what Brandon is <laughs> omitting is actually kind of worse. But um, I kind of shat on Brandon because I was like, like I don't know, like Brandon, Brandon, uh, he's he's a hotshot on Newgrounds, and like that's really valuable. Oh, but boy. at the time, I thought Newgrounds was dead. Um. It had been so many years since I went on. I, I just thought Newgrounds was like where you would go to watch Metal Gear Awesome uh, and and all those other great old cartoons. Like I I thought that like it fell off when like that that big year of people like Oni and G and stuff like they shopped off to like YouTube. I was like, there's there's gotta be no one on Newgrounds. Like like who cares? Like and and that is also what I apologized to Brandon for. Like month late months later, I was like, dude, like I'm I'm sorry that I shot on Newgrounds honestly because I just didn't know that it was like still popping like. <laughs> There's there's entire new like classes of animators like every year on there that I like did not even know about like yeah I was in the same boat I, I I thought the same thing and then I just checked the site one day and I just my like jaw dropped I looked at the front page and I was like why the fuck am I not on the site and literally that day I made an account if it makes you feel better I worked for Newgrounds and I thought it was dead for a while too so yeah that's that's fair if, that's mostly because like if anyone slacked a couple years sorry yeah, i just want to say if anyone wants to check out my profile there's uh there's 2013 pokemon fan art on there uh that i drew with the polygonal lasso tool um and i'm hell never yeah. taking it down because fuck that Ooh, <laughs> hell yeah i love old art like you. that like uh for example mutual friend ivan ivan almighty um he has this ivan. one really old art piece that i think he's deleted since but I decided to sneak into like Discord DMs at one point and I showed him a screenshot of a game I was working on. I was like, hey, Ivan, I named this character Ivan after you. Uh, and he was like, oh man, that's super cool. I was like, yeah, he's a really cool boss. Um, but mostly not just because of your name, but because this fan art that you did of Luigi with the giant glowy mm -hmm. eye, I thought that was rad. And then like I lined up the shapes and it's almost the same shape. And he was like, you're an asshole. Freaking love digging through friends' old art. Do it. D dig through Dom's old art. It's fun. Oof. Find my DeviantArt, see what happens. <laughs> yeah, Bo, what else you got? Yeah, Bo, what else you got? Right, so what's so... What's he got? I, I, 
I've interacted with people from SCAD, like, a lot. Like, when I went to GDC, like, SCAD had this, like, whole fucking huge booth there. And it's, like, amazing, these amazing games being represented. And yet every single person I've talked to, including you, Brandy, has said that school is garbage. And I want to... I, I want to. <laughs> I, I could have swore you said that SCAD sucked. But... Oh, the SCAD sucks, but, like, that's different. <laughs> okay, well, so, so what about the school that you, like, do you not like? Like, from an outsider? Because from an outsider's perspective, this is, like, a creative's dream. Well... I think the school environment created by the students and the fact that it works in a trimester rather than two big bulky semesters and we don't have to take a bunch of classes we only take three per semester I think like everything that SCAD is the environment the place the buildings the people the teachers that's what's great about SCAD but literally every single uh, decision of the dean or the director or the board or any higher up in any specific department is the worst part of SCAD. It's hard to totally explain. You know what, bull boy? You managed to ask the one question that's going to make it so that I can't show this podcast to my mom. Fuck you, dude. (laughs) 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 She fucking loves that I actually ended up graduating. That was like, uh, I was so close to dropping out a few times because, yes, uh, that school is like, I mean, I, I think that art school in general these days, like the modern art school, like especially a private one, like that is just fucked, like um, commodifying it. Uh, I, I think that like my my big beef uh, with SCAD is, uh, man, there's actually a lot going on. It's funny because like it was like the best thing to ever happen to me because um, I met Troy, uh, who we talked about earlier. Um, he passed recently, but he he like taught me how to draw. Um, Wait, I used to go to Mass Art. Or passed yeah, yeah. yeah. He, no, he passed away uh, earlier in October. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's it's really heartbreaking, but like he he gave me so much. Um, I came from Mass Art in Boston, and oh. uh, well, you know, I mean, we wrote Lucky Boy kind of around like people like that. But anyways, <laughs> like I, I transferred to SCAD, and I was such a like loser at Mass Art. Um, I I had like some pretty bad habits, uh, and like the the way that um SCAD works is that if you're not like crunching 100% of the time, like you're not gonna get A's, you're not gonna keep your scholarship. Um, So it literally like kicked me into gear, it lit a fire under me, but I also like, it's it's weird, you know, because I I like that I've I've turned out into the artist that I am and that I have like the artistic circles that I have, it's super mm-hmm. valuable. But also like um, the, the fact that someone had to light a fire under me, like I had to like, learn to draw all over again or else like I was going to lose a scholarship. It was going to cost my family as much money as it would take like for my sister to get in like a car crash and total the car. Like that is like terrifying. So like it, it worked for me, but like, and I, I don't know if anything else would have worked for me, but also like, you can't do that to creators. Like, I don't know. Like it's, it's weird. I think this is a so it's good almost way sounds to... like they're training you for like the the big Hollywood studio grind. Is that that kind of the vibe? It they're is. Tra- they're training it past is. that because of one specific man. But we're not going to oh, talk yeah. about that. Um, I, I will say though, like even though I'm in like mountains of debt from student loans, I don't regret SCAD for a minute. But I will say that SCAD isn't the reason Lucky Boy got made because Lucky Boy got made in spite of SCAD. Yeah, there, there was were multiple some... times where it could have been canceled or they were like refusing us equipment and stuff like that. Uh, really so... weird roadblocks. Like, yeah. I don't even know. So I wouldn't even they... think of it as a student film so much. Like we always knew that would do pretty well on Newgrounds because that's really who it feels made for. 
It doesn't feel like it's I, I didn't, here for a while. I, I actually like had no fucking clue what was going to happen when we sent it out into the world. Like, I, oh. I, I, I never expected the worst, but I never expected anything. I was just like, oh, like we're just going to make this because we really want to. But I had no clue how it was going to perform. Like walking around in the darkness. Like, oh, when I say I do well on Newgrounds, I also mean like three thousand views and a four point <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah there's there's well and then there's really well yeah and honestly we, we really well expectations how's, how's the response been for you like have you guys been uh peachy pleased oh yeah oh my god i've yeah. like literally euphoria um like I'll, I'll i'll hand the mic to to brandon in a second because i also want like his his complete reaction but geez louise like i i'm really floored uh that it was received so well. Um, I I knew that uh, like it was doing something that like other films weren't doing. And I was always really proud of that. But when we put it on and it got like a 4.82, um, and it got like, like it, it, it went over 30K like last week, like that, I was pooping myself. I like, we, <laughs> we got onto the, um, we got onto the top 50 list which is just like the greatest honor, like to be next to stuff like Water Lollies and and Tarboy and like There yes, She Is Part Four, like, like those, those are, are some of the best school. animations ever made. Like yeah. end of story, like that. It's it's just really like, and then like eighty something pages of reviews. Like there's so many reviews I can't even read them all. That never happens to like my artwork. I always read oh, I've everything. Read them all. Like Jeez Louise. <laughs> What's your, yeah, uh, what's your uh, response been to the reaction, Brandy? The same type of vibe? or Dude, it's freaking awesome. I can't believe I got less followers from Lucky Boy than I did Monster Mashing. Um, <laughs> dude, I freaking love the response. Like, just looking at fan art is my favorite part. And I read Ooh, every yeah. single review, so I would look at every single comment and how people are feeling. Because I'm also always trying to track what the audience vibe is. We did this live screening back in May with a bunch of other student films. And I, like very privately in the corner and out of the way recorded when our film went up because I just wanted to hear the reaction and hear what jokes were landing so I can make the film even better when I went back home. Because like you can only experience your thing being released down to the world once and we're lucky we got to do it twice. Right. And so when you guys were sent, like, I, cause I also, you know, on the description page, you have all these like awards when, um, like from all these like film festivals you sent to, when you guys started getting back like those results, like what were you guys like, were you starting to feel and feel like, you know, like we really got something on our hands? Like, what was that? We had no idea. Like? We had literally no idea that it was winning any awards. Um, we, we, we got a notification for like one that it won like a, a comedy festival, the, uh, all the laughs in Atlanta. And like, uh, we were, we just went to the chat. We were like, guys, like we're literally funny. Like it's proven. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, I put it on my resume. <laughs> But but other than that, like uh, I was like, you know what, fuck it, like let's let's release it online um, for for a holiday release. That'd be cool. Um, like let's just if there's any other festivals it's in, let's take it out. And Amanda, our co-producer that we mentioned earlier, like she messaged me and she was like, hey, we got like three um, like official selections that like you didn't know about. And I was like, oh, like dope, like neat. We're, <laughs> we get to put laurels on the poster. I do. I, remember. I mean, film, film fests are cool, but. I, I do wish that like, like it, it sucks to miss out on film fest in person because that's like kind of the best part. But I don't know. Like yeah. it's the honors are like crazy. I I love that. I I do remember. Uh, we have a couple people like in the audience right now who actually worked on Lucky Boy. Uh, one of which is our friend David. Um, 
And one of the reasons that we did festivals in the first place is because winning a festival can really help people who aren't in the U.S. Like, he's in the U.S. as a student, and then, like, when he graduates, it's like, all right, well, what do I do now? But a festival, winning a festival or winning an award is really helpful when you're trying to, like, get a working visa and stuff like that. And yeah, at, at least there was a bit of like a lot of weight. Like there's there's a lot of random things that they they can do pluses for you. They can also do nothing, but like yeah. a, a lot of random people that are like randomly powerful like really care about festivals. It's it's kind of interesting. I was fully against doing the festival circuit like at all. I didn't feel like Lucky Boy was part of that at all, but I was the only person on the team who felt that way. And then um when it got the perspective that it like if we win anything, it could be helpful to some of the people when like half of us aren't even in the country as anything other than a student is like it could be helpful to them i was like all right you guys do the festivals i will keep refining the film on my own time and do the festival circuit let's see if we win anything but then i was really glad when uh, dom told me he was like all right festivals are done it's coming out i, I wish i had a little bit more warning than a countdown <laughs> <laughs> an anxiety inducing countdown but I, i'm really happy that's i knew that if i gave you like a ton of warning like well, I this this was something that I thought in the back of my head, but like Brandon is like a perfectionist and I was like, I feel like if we work on this for like too much time longer, like it might just like not come out or like keep getting postponed. Like the holiday was like a good like thing to set because it, hey, Dad, I mean like Brandon I like, have he, did it, like, he just got it done. Like, I was like, wow. Well, I have been working on the film for the last six months. Hmm. Yeah, just just like slowly, and then like uh, when when I got the notice that it was like it's finally coming out, then I went into full crunch mode because I I can't just release something unfinished, or at least unfinished in my eyes. Of course you can. Mm. I can't <laughs> physically can't. So you're so you're, you're quite happy your with <laughs> you're quite happy with how the final cut was. Then I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean like <laughs> the the file name <laughs> is Lucky Boy underscore the Brandy Cut. Uh yeah, <laughs> because because it's finally acceptable in my eyes. Nice. Well, it's cool that you gotta you gotta put out the cut you wanted. Then, like, even if you had a deadline, because like like you said, it could have went on forever, and you you, you could always have this little chip. Oh yeah, he's like, I, I didn't get that in there. I didn't get that in there. But if you got I, it the way you wanted, that's freaking awesome. I could have been perfectly complacent working on this for the next year idly, um, <laughs> oof, which which sucks oof. because then I wouldn't be making other stuff. My heart just yeah. sank into my stomach. Like that—that's why it's great that like Dom <laughs> kicked it forward and was like, "It's coming out on this day." Yeah. Like I need that push, but also, you know, you're gonna hate it while you. you're doing it. Yeah, you're gonna hate it while you're doing it. <laughs> Nobody likes crunch. There's and mine is self-induced. Where Dom's therapy bill is just through the roof right now. Oh, dude, Lucky Boy <laughs> broke us both. Like Dom, it broke him physically, and me, it broke. Oh physically. yeah. Um, I. I've uh I've come public about this on like uh my social media but uh yeah um I have double vision now um from staring Forever. at after effects and stuff uh, what what happened in my eyes um is that if you're looking at something that is like very close to you for like most of your days um what happens is like uh one of the nerves that um makes both of your eyes like look in the different directions that they're supposed to to like compound the nerve just gets lazy and it stops doing it so now when i look far away there's two of everything um so if there's any animators in chat i know that you love to just sit in your little hut and like work in flash or whatever all day but 
please, like, every 20 minutes, look at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. Like, I actually fucking beg you because I had to get, like, prism glasses. I, I'm a poindexter now. Like, damn. Are you pulling it off like a hipster, though? No. I do just, look good, use though. Use tape. I always look good. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make it yeah. work. It, 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 like, Lucky Boy legitimately physically broke both of us because we went so hard. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, well, like what was your average? Film that big? Fuck. How, what was your like average like work day like, like fourteen hours? Like, what's work like, day? Maybe Brandon classes? remembers. I don't fucking remember. Jesus. It depends on the person. Like, you have to scale it differently. So, we were working on it for a class, but we also had like people working outside as additional credits who were helping us with specific shots or specific things that we needed, and like they might contribute a couple hours a day. Then there's the people in our class where we contribute multiple hours every day and then you have mm. like uh people like dom or malcolm or david dilly or amanda like our heavy hitters on the team and then yeah, we're just on like, the clock, like 10 hours around. a day and then you'd have me who just like i wouldn't sleep he would not for stop. like for like six days in a row and then i'd crash on the seventh day and then i resume again that that's oh just like God. the different work ethics. You're in the way it is. Randy. I remember well, when you were doing the, uh, the some people like round four. You stayed up like three days in a row, like making that animation, so you could use it as just as an example of what people should do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled oh three all nighters in a row for uh, um, multiple different projects. That one that was like forty eight hours. That was an easy one. Round four. I remember back. Um, I was also a little bit sick last year around christmas because like the advent calendar was coming out and i had to do this grinch animation and i stayed up for three nights in a row working on it while having swimmers here it's not exactly being sick but it's honestly the worst pain i've ever felt in my life is like just some people have to like different work ethics in the way that they like to work and i suck in the fact that like i like to binge my work and then rest is two separate phases i can't like just clock back and forth here, here's another thing is SCAD really encourages crunch. Like that's a, they do. that's a huge like doc for SCAD is they like, like there are teachers who will tell you shit like, oh, like work till you work till you die. Like we're like sleep, sleep when you're dead. Like they, they will seriously motto. say that to you. Um, oh my God. And yeah, yeah. It, like, it's, uh, I've, I've got to say death. like, that is, Scad. that, that is fucking toxic. Like if, and, and anyone, anyone who's listening to this right now, if you're in an art school and your your animation teacher or whatever tells you like oh like i'm 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 grading like the the lateness i'm i'm doing this i'm doing this this way because like this is how they would do it in the industry like no like red flag fuck you okay you you don't pay a university to have professors impersonate a future boss like you're going to school to learn not to like simulate like a grueling work week jesus christ yeah i i think we've talked about this like to a bunch of friends before but like there's such a difference between a teacher who's difficult and like a teacher who's terrible you know <laughs> like yeah it's one thing to be like difficult on your students and like having hard criteria but there's also like a certain level of care that's there because they are students versus someone who's just being an asshole because they're like well that's that's the worst case scenario once you get out there, so you should be prepared for it. It's like, no, we shouldn't be working towards the worst case scenario, though, right? My class is so you, you hard. Can, you can prepare. You can prepare a student for the worst case, not make them. Yeah, like, like you have to turn the simulation off totally at some point. Things. Yeah. Oof. Yep. Yeah, I feel like that's part of it. Is almost like that that sort of mentality of like I had to go through it, so so do you, sort of thing. 
Right. Where they're like, uh, it sounds like like and some teachers just like they they lost the essence of nurturing and this creativity. It's just industry, industry. That sucks, man. I mean, in a sense, like nurture is um, like hardship for for certain teachers. Like a a couple of the stu- a couple of the teachers at SCAD, they have like really advanced like pedigrees. Like they they worked on like a bunch of really crazy Disney movies, and and they're hard on you because they know that like. Um, like you have to like go tooth and nail to survive in, in certain workplaces. And for the kids who want to like just go to Disney, like they they need to be treated like that um, so that they're like prepared. Um, and I respect that, you know, like yeah. if if I have a, a mentor that's like um, he he knows firsthand like how, how hard things are and he doesn't want to like baby you because he's afraid. Like that's cool, you know. And nothing feels better than like showing that professor that you're 100 percent there. Like uh, yes. for example, with our favorite professor Troy, I I I've pretty much framed this one exam that I did where we did had to do a walk test for the Pink Panther model, and it's like infamously a hard test to do uh, in the the beginners like uh, intro to animation class, and you have to do it simultaneously with another assignment, and. I'm so proud that like I, I was one of the very few people to ever get a 100 on that uh, that that screen yeah. test through animation walks. It was like such a rare thing that my roommate, who wasn't even in the animation major, bragged to his friends about it, and they understood because that was like the culture in SCAD where you're like that really that that professor <sighs> that guy that guy has given it a hundred ever. Ex- dude, exactly. I was so proud of that <laughs> test. Nothing feels better. You, you cracked the myth. You cracked the myth. Nothing feels better. I didn't realize we'd be talking so much about like college. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, I mean it's it's central <laughs> to the experience, so it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> well, it, it's so, almost central because like we were COVID era, so yeah, the only yeah. time we were actually in person to work on it was our very last semester at the school. Mm. That that's something that like I. I, I kind of want to like make more forthright is like Lucky Boy was a, a film that we made during quarantine, um, like like early quarantine, like uh, like one one semester off from the the very first like quarantine. So it was like a, a completely remote like year of like making a film. It was like uh, like the people who like like keep a lookout for the people who have like really good like thesis projects in 2020 because that is super impressive to me yeah like i said before like a boy being mates in spite of it it's like all of those films were like in spite of covid you know they got spike made anyway. is such a great motivator oh, i fucking love spike it is we were also specifically spiteful well i was specifically spiteful because that one he point, was Scad- i don't Scad- i don't work well with spite. that's that's not I my mantra i can't i can't picture brandy being spiteful it's just it's such a SCAD rejected us having like a stop motion lab to work on our film when we were explicitly pitched as like a combination stop motion film. We refused a room, supplies, camera, lights, all of it. And then like we just had to cobble together our own thing in Dom's apartment with uh, our friend Ellie's camera. And and then like lights were underhand given to our other producer Amanda from... Like, <laughs> it was just, did they just like straight up like, yeah, we don't. They think, refused like, us after yeah, multiple is... emails and discussions. They refused us because we weren't fully stop motion. We weren't seen as a priority. In fact, it almost seemed like we were going to be canceled in pre-production. Um, oh my yeah, god, we were a little that's bit fucked that. up. Which is that's crazy. Actually, I literally had the same the experience. Mixed mediums are not the same same. Uh, the, mi- 
The mixed How'd mediums you guys used are what made Lucky Boy. Like, it, yeah. who cares if Jesus? <laughs> yeah, now I I, get now I'm angry, and I'm glad. I'm glad that you spited them. I'm, so I'm a little yeah, bit so glad bad. that they get the cut that isn't the brandy cut. Like they they have the scad cut in their <laughs> archive the forever. <laughs> you you can look at it, and then you go, wait, what? And then like you'll look at like the final cut that got released online. And you're like, well, guys, you should store this thing in your library because this this is the this is fantastic. <laughs> Not made with your bullshit equipment. Yeah, I don't know what oh, it is yeah. with. with colleges in that like because i had a similar experience with my school where like when i was like touring and stuff they had all these cintiqs all these like like oh yeah like when you're here you get all the equipment and then it <laughs> turns out that if you wanted these cintiqs you had to find you have to buy D. your own pens yeah right yeah you had to find him in his <laughs> office and you could use it when only when he was in his office and he was never in his office you could never find <laughs> it you could never use any of this equipment that's nuts yeah, yeah that's bollocks but i want to ask on the topic of josh bringing up multimedia what made you uh, like go into the decision to make it a multimedia sort of project, like a mixed Dumb media. Fish. Sorry, mixed media project. Um. Okay. So, uh, this is really like it's probably not that interesting actually. But um, when I like was going to college at Mass Art, I I had like a ton of like traditional experience. You know, I I never really had like Tom Fulp like give me a tablet. Uh, my my parents like got me um a tablet at one point. Uh, it. I, I think I picked the wrong one and I just never really ended up using it. But I've I've always been like doing a, a ton of stuff on paper. Like I have so many full sketchbooks and all my art today is like still like drawn traditional and then brought into uh, mastering programs. But I, I think that like I had a bit of a breakthrough my my freshman year um, at Mass Art where like I was just super inspired by Jamie Hewlett um, and Gorillas, where I wanted to put like anime like characters in front of photo backgrounds uh and that ended up giving me like experience and uh like atmosphere like oh like I, I want this character to be in front of this photo background so what i'm gonna do is i'm i'm gonna add like light particles like over the character in the background i'm gonna add like more lighting i'm gonna like make it look really cohesive and everything like exists in the same space um and and then like when it got to like pitching the films, uh, I said earlier, like uh, Nate, uh, like said, like oh, like who would pitch a sock puppet film? Like, blah, blah, blah. like, and um, the the reason why like I was so ready to go forward with that is because um, these days, uh, art and like the the levels that art can get to is so like widespread. Like, no matter where you go, you'll find like a a fifteen year old like that's that's like a painter from like korea that's like better than anything you will ever draw and so like on a technical level like i didn't really see the point of doing um just like a very by the books like 2d like film if if anybody who has technical experience could do that i wanted to do something that like only i could do so um the the mixed media like stuff like the photo bashing type of projects i've been working with before they were like uh, stuff that I was doing that like a lot of my peers like weren't so I was like oh like this seems like a safe bet like I'd, I'd rather do something that stands out than like something that's like the the apex of its craft like I, I feel like that's more viable and like interesting so when you guys are doing like the animatics and stuff I imagine like the animatics are typically done you know you sketch them out um, how did you know which scenes were going to use like which which medium like was it a matter of like, okay, he's he's gonna be like 
picking away at the guitar, so we actually have to have live action here. Was that the type of mindset, or did you guys know like how you were going to switch back and forth? We okay, had uh, Brandon. A very Brandon week. has Brandon has some spreadsheet stuff that he needs to talk about. That's super interesting. But I will say, um, when when Lucky Boy started, uh, like I had some professors that were very specific with me. They were like, "Oh, like just make sure like if you're making a mixed media film, make sure that you never switch medium." unless there's like a reason to. And like, I I hate rules. So when they gave yeah, me a rule for something that doesn't exist, I was like, no, fuck it. We're just gonna do whatever looks cool. And that that's sort of like the philosophy that we had, but but actually organizing what was what, like I, I want Brandon to talk about. Yeah, we had a very specific two week period. The moment that Thanksgiving was up and we had that short break and we knew that we were gonna have off until like January. I was like, all right, kick it in gear, winter. I have some time before Advent. I wanna get this done with you guys. We sat down, uh, myself, Dom, uh, our other producer, Amanda, and Dilly, who I had asked to be uh, our lead 2D animator. So that way I wouldn't have to handle an entire medium of animation management. It was just like, I split up the producer rule even further. I was just like, and you're in charge of two. Because <laughs> there's too many. We have a spreadsheet with like eight different mediums. And there's a checklist of every single shot in the entire film. And like which ones use which mediums. But more importantly, in those two weeks, we went over every single shot that we were planning on doing. And I'm going to post a of these, uh, some of these images in chat. Where we would actually uh, color over what was in the storyboard animatic in specific colors and we would color label them and then chart them what medium they are, what they're made out of, why, whatever accentuated the joke or made it the most visually interesting or uh, just whatever in general would make like the shot feel more complete. And then we'd make it up of all those different assets. And some of these like stayed all the way through to the end. Um, and then some of them like changed along the way, whatever we felt looked better. Mm. But we planned out every single shot with the same four people. Um, because we we had also storyboarded the whole thing and so we like we knew what was going on we we knew what we wanted to do to make each joke really send yeah so uh, so to articulate this uh further like with an example like there would be a shot where say um and i'm just making this up so but like lucky boy like we we would have lucky like in the foreground and then maybe in the background there's like a building that i drew into the storyboard and then like there's like a bus that like comes in from the left like so what we would do is we would have a color code and it would be like, okay, if we color something yellow, that means that it's going to be a photo. If we color something red, it's going to be um, stop motion like animation. If we color something blue, it's going to be 2D animation. So the bus would be highlighted in like this, this sort of like opaque, like blue, lucky would be highlighted in red and the background would be highlighted in orange. And um, then we would just like, we, we would know like, that that those are the mediums that are going to go into that shot. It was like, it was very, I, I really like that approach actually. It was but kind it, of hard yeah, it was so helpful with organization. When we ended up handing out specific assets to people like our 2D animators, we were like, this is for context, what your piece of the shot is going to look like and why. Mm. And so that was also really helpful for our collaboration. Um, and yeah. This is we did this for every single shot in the film, all one hundred thirty-five or seven or nine that there is. The organization shot. you guys have yeah. is just insane. That's that's very impressive. There's well, a there's, like there's a lot more we I, wanted to do too. Yeah, they, but there's like this idea um, of like scrappiness at play. Um, 
like it, especially like in my work but lucky boy is like where it really like shined uh for everyone because like i love just like putting shit together seeing what works but if you want to make a full film of putting shit together and seeing what works you can't do that unless you're making the film all on your own so like my like throwing shit at a wall um strategy had to like sort of like go at odds with brandon's um like meticulous like approach to like perfection and like come out the other end is something in the middle and that's like like when you see parts of this film like being made and you're like oh like this is really like smart like that they organized it this way like it's probably brandon and if you see something that's like you're like why did they do that like that's kind of crazy like i like it though that's that might be me (laughs) like and then sometimes it might surprise you oh yeah <laughs> Brian, I, so you guys basically I, I, peanut butter and chocolate it's, it's, that's awesome that's the deal it's yeah the i mean we're a great team to the extent where i don't think lucky boy could be made without either of us yeah at all. like it, just it would look so fucking different like i couldn't do it I, I can't even think about it <laughs> it would look like such a different film if dom did it without me and i wouldn't even have created it in the first place i it, feel just like threaded if if i had done it without brandon it, it would have been more like um like art housey but also youtube poopy um and brandon sort of gave it like substance uh or, or structure like i don't know like it's now now we're getting into really abstract wording like, yeah substance is right, right. a great way to make me think about that one scene i storyboarded where you shove a literal hand up a sock's ass to search it for a cavity yeah, actually, maybe so. <laughs> that scene got cut. I'm so sad. We wanted to do so much more is with that, the Fuzz. They're my favorite characters. Did you guys film any of that stuff, or is it just like cut out of the animatics? It, it got cut like really early on for time uh, and like story pacing. Like there was, we had so many different like story arcs that we planned. There's like seven different scripts of how Lucky Boy could have gone. Yeah, like at one point like the, he actually like becomes like part of the gang. <laughs> oh yeah he their delivery they're, they're... boy because he's good at deliveries and he just got fired <laughs> the scene with the boss was so easy to write and make good and we had david on our team and david is um so fucking funny that like and and like i assigned he's him like oh like that scene help us storyboarding this scene like he, he ended up storyboarding like 80 percent of what it ended up being yeah but also like that that scene could have gone on for like seven minutes if like we wanted to use every good joke that we made for it like <laughs> Yeah, just we, we definitely cut episode. that one. <laughs> yeah, and then there were some other scenes that like we would get to, and we would just be like, "Oh, I don't fucking like know how to make this funny." Like, I think, but the boss was so pass, quick. <laughs> from our first pass, David and I took the biggest hits. Where I lost an entire sequence that I storyboarded. We were just like, "Yeah, we don't need it." And then David, you went, "Well, if we did just the boss, the this would be eight minutes long, just yeah. by itself." Like, there's no way it's not. We had to chop David's stuff in, like, half. Really I mean, that's how it's got to be, though. Like, when when <laughs> yeah. you're, like, when when you're, like, making a film, like, it's, you, you really can't, like, get attached to people's ideas for the sake of, like, being nice to them. Like, it's, it's good to, like, hear everyone out, you know, make an open forum where, like, everyone feels comfortable giving ideas. But also, like, at the end of the day, you got to be like, okay, actually, like, I know that you spent all weekend on like making the scene good, but it doesn't fit. Like, and I'm not gonna put it in just because we're friends, you know. Like, I think I remember pulling you aside to tell you that, Dom. And I was like, "Listen, and and I'm gonna have to be the bad guy a lot of times and do this. 
And I just want you to know, I'm not being mean. I got this note in community college once where like my TV production professor literally pulled me aside. He was like, listen, you're being way too mean to your subordinates. Like, I was like, I, it's not mean. Like we're trying to make a great film, right, Dom? And it was like, all right, all right. I'm okay. not being mean. And I was like, all right, we're cutting this. You, you, you were not Just being, get rid of it. but, but also like there, there is like a moral thing at play, you know, like everyone's got to feel like uh, a certain level of like encouragement. It's, it's good to like balance it out. Be like, oh, that, that was a nice idea. And then, you know, a few weeks later be like, oh, like we thought of a better one though. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. Not all ideas are bad. They just they just can't all fit into like a ten minute animation. Oh yeah. The exactly. best part is, is when the jokes exist though, and you don't want to lose them, you can add them into the environment. Yes. Yeah. And that, that's what True. we did a lot. Like anything that like fell super like flat and didn't make the cut, it ended up becoming like part of the joke and environment set piece. Now on that note, I I, I heard from somebody that a lot of this was just based around one single joke that you, that you had to stretch out. Is that true? There is one joke that had like stayed since the very beginning, and I'm I'm thinking that I was the person who told you that. But Wait. Dom and I, Dom <laughs> and I both spoiler. agreed. All right, this is spoiler territory. So if you didn't go back and watch it, when I told you to, um, <laughs> why? But yeah, Dom and I wanted to tell this one joke because we're like, it was such like a visceral experience for both of us because we both been there before, and we both created like the perfect girl to reject us. And we were like, we just want to tell a joke <laughs> where he gets rejected by a girl because she's dating someone else and it's a girl. Like, you don't get this cute lesbian. She's not. <laughs> payoff to this whole movie. Too, and right? that joke sustained throughout production the whole way. I don't know if like the whole thing was made to service that one joke, but I know like at all times we wanted to keep that joke. We're like, you, you knew that, that was the punchline. It's, it's just the most relatable part of being an alt kid. Um, yeah. Is like getting a crush on a girl who's actually just a really cool lesbian, and you're like, oh, like, and you're like, damn, I was a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. Well, know. what's funny, like to me, like I picked up like a serious Scott Pil Pilgrim vibe huh. to it. Yeah, like know. the whole point of that movie is he's trying to get this girl, and so to have that punchline at the end, just it, fucking mwah. that. Yeah, that's that was, what makes that it was... more than a punchline, Be because like yeah. Scott Pilgrim, like a, a big problem that I think that movie is going to have in like the the current landscape is like. Ramona, I I think like I I believe that Ramona is kind of like uh like a, a stratified or a biified version of like a, a normal like alt chick. So I was like, oh, you know what, in our movie, like it's it's not really about him <laughs> it's like when getting you're the kid. girl. Like it's funnier Wait. if he's rejected and it, it makes sense, you know. Like it's like when you're a kid and you see like on the street a really cool like steel bar and you're like, Oh shit, this is like I could turn this into like a toy lightsaber or something. You're like, this is cool. But it's like bent out of shape, and you try all your might to strain it. That's Ramona Flowers. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that the manic pixie dream girl is like, uh, um, I think that's like a trope that should die, uh, in my yeah. opinion. I don't know. Also, the the thing is like we also have to make sure her girlfriend was super likable, both in like voice and visual, so that way like <sighs> oh gosh, nobody so felt cute. any resentment towards her. It it was like such a hard strung collaboration where first it was a cute drawing that Dilly did, and I was like all right, how do we make this? Oh, we shouldn't do another 3D model because she's going to look just like Brooke. And so like, <laughs> we just had to compile something together. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. What if we did another photo scan and we scanned an actual sock and she was just like this big striped stocking, like anime stocking style. And then freaking, mm -hmm. like we put a hair sim on that. 
and then like David and Malcolm worked on the hair sim and then Malcolm put on some googly ass eyes and then David put on like these even dumber googly eyes that didn't even google but it was funnier and just yeah. like she's so likable <laughs> and then Ellie in the audience right now she did the original dialogue um and it was like her cadence and tone was so likable that like when we handed it off to the the final voice actors she basically like mimicked that performance exactly <laughs> and it, and I was just like this you you cannot hate this girl and she compliments Lucky at the end of the film and he can't even be mad at her so you can't yeah I fucking love the payoff yeah that that joke alone like like when I got to that point like cause like I've I've been there I've been there so many times where it's just like you, you like someone and you're like oh oh, oh they're gay they're gay. Well, mm. I should have saw that coming, and I, like I felt the same way where I was like, "Oh, he's gonna get the girl," and as soon as that joke hit, like it just hit two person. I was like, "God damn it!" And then gets <laughs> hit in the head with a bottle. Like. Yeah, but then then her girlfriend's even cooler, gives you a compliment about your performance, and you're like, "Well, this matters way more to me." Thank you. Yeah, yeah. No, I just thought I just thought it was funny. I just thought it was funny that like that. Yeah. Like, I was able to relate to that. I remember um, there was a time when we could discuss post credit scenes as well, but. I don't think anything will be better than just like hitting him with a bottle and ending it. Yeah, I, I was really, um, I was really forward about the the bottle thing. I was like, no, that needs to be the very last moment. Like, yeah. uh, I tried pitching other stuff, but it was never as good. Yeah, I, I was really insistent on that. So I wanted to ask I about the the like. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'll let you finish. No, no, please go ahead. Like, I, I could talk forever about the, the <laughs> yeah, billions I mean, of moving parts in this fucking film. Like, over a year of stuff. our lives, we could probably talk about it for an extra year. <laughs> um. So, like, overall, like, I wanted to, like the story seems very personal. Like, in terms of like the idea of like a struggling artist like moving the city. Like, was that inspired at all by like like your own struggles, or was that just something that you kind of felt like like a, it was just a story you wanted to tell? Okay, um, this is kind of interesting because I've been very forward that um, Lucky is not supposed to be me. Like I've, like my my profile pic on a lot of like websites is Lucky. So I was afraid that people would think that it's like a Sona or some sort of stand-in. Um, yeah. The the main thing with Lucky is that well, first of all, like I'm not that pathetic. Like um, uh, <laughs> like I'm yeah, I'm like, kind not, of based. Like but you're working the, the thing with lucky, you're not a pizza boy <laughs> yeah yeah the, the thing with lucky is like lucky um aside from personality like his personality is completely different from me um the the thing that inspired uh lucky like from my personal experience was um i think like the the year that i was in boston before going to savannah for like transferring colleges um part of the reason why i transferred to um scad is like sort of what I said earlier, where like there wasn't really a fire under me, and there was like this one summer where I was subletting uh, in JP uh, in Boston with like a few of like my most precious friends. Like so, um, I, I hope that they're not uh, listening to this, but I, I know that like their <laughs> their friend groups were like uh, like they they were just some guys who really liked to chill. They um, like it, it wasn't really like I, I always had like these really big like aspirations as an artist and and some people like aren't really like that, which is like totally fine. Like they just want to be like illustrators in their own right or like do their own thing and not really like get, go for the gold or whatever. But I, I just know that like that summer in particular, like I was like, oh, I've I've got these ideas for projects like I'm going to do them. And um like the the people that I was hanging around, like they would just like 
like i don't know like go to work at stop and shop until super late like smoke a ton of weed like play smash bros um for like seven hours until like four in the morning and then like go to bed and wake up the next day at like 2 p.m and just do do the whole thing all over and it it just made my life feel like such a waste for a a month or two there i I did that for like two months and i i just remember like when i was writing lucky boy i was like what what if this character is like someone who does that like there's someone who like just sort of like lets life run by them but they really didn't want to like they wanted to have like bigger things on the table than being chewed out by like a shitty balding boss like i i thought that there would be something of value there okay and like um in terms of uh like so like this is completely unrelated, but I did also want to ask this. So how did you, like, because you brought up the boss, how did you guys get Senior Payload on the project? Oh, we asked I know him. him. <laughs> yeah. You know him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we met at Pico Day, and I was, and then uh, I was like, oh, man, uh, Freyan, I, w- I was asking Dom, like, anybody that he would want from Newground specifically to voice a role, and one of the people <laughs> listed was, like, Rice Pirate, and I was like, oh, that'd be really good for, like, the boss, and um, I think at one point, I started listing off people, and I was like, uh, maybe we get, like, Palo to do something. And he was like, dude, free- I love Palo. He's so funny. Yeah, I was and so I was like, surprised I was like, when Yeah, they- I mean, if you want, I could just ask him. The, the only on. reason why I didn't list him is because I didn't think we could get him. Like, and Brandon was like, no, like, just ask him. Like, and yeah. then I guess popped what into happened? his DMs, and he was like, oh, I'm busy this week. Could we do the next week? And I was like, yeah, dude, sure. And we just did a live session. We let him riff for, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> and then put it down to like what we wanted. It, it was so interesting. Release it. Oh, I have yeah. the whole thing. It's not as enjoyable as you think, you know, because it's a lot of us like cutting in and being like, "All right, let's try this." That's what. Okay, it was are. so difficult. Like he's such an incredibly funny voice actor, um, and he it has such like <laughs> he has such signature ways of like delivering lines, and, and they take like a while. we we literally just wanted him to talk. So it took a while to like get him down, <laughs> because so much of his deliveries is like, ah! like stuff like that, and we were yeah, like, and you can't ruin the timing of it either, because then yeah. like you don't have it. But then the shot's like nineteen seconds long, and you go, oh, we I'm, have to render this. I'm really happy with the uh, the fact that we we got to show a little of his range. Uh, yeah, by he's also the hobo. It. Oh yeah, yeah, good call. He forgot he was the hobo. I did. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, so no, Palo forgot it. I oh, tweeted yeah. about it. I was like, hey, did you guys hear Sir Palo? And he was like, who's that second guy? I was like, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> was like, oh, man, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was an honor. I love Palo. Yeah, Palo's just asking. Yeah, he's great. That's crazy. And like, oh, so another completely unrelated question, because I... I Fun fact, though, for the past, like, 20, I want to say the past, like, 10, 20 minutes, my microphone hadn't been working, so every single time I tried to, to ask you guys something, Josh would, like, cut me off, but it turns out I wasn't saying anything, so I missed a bunch of questions I wanted to ask. Oh, just um, go back. Okay, yeah, so earlier you talked about how you, when, um, you said you, like, when you came to the software you used, you, like, picked Blender or Maya for, for the advantages of Blender, and I want to ask, what are those uh, advantages, like, over, that uh, Blender has over Maya for your particular film? Oh, I got three things right off the bat. I don't hate it. Um, it's <laughs> nice, really a good one. great. It's really great with doing photo bash stuff for all the environments. It's great at that. There's this guy Ian Hubert who does excellent tutorials. They're super super fast, like a minute long, 
they show you how to make the most realistic, believable city in Blender in just minutes. And it's great. And we use that technique all the time, um, as well as several others. And also, it's the software that Malcolm and I are both familiar with. Malcolm is our resident rigger, which means that he rigs all of our characters. And he also uh, developed, for my specification, the most awesome hand capture, motion capture system that we could run in Blender uh, to He's pose our puppets and characters super fast. Malcolm is a god. He's scary. Like yeah, he's so good. So that he's one of the only. Saying... He's the only person who's not from our class that we worked on Lucky Boy with, who's in like the fancy credits at the end because yeah. he went so hard on this film with us. And so what you're saying is a lot of the um, CGI sock puppetry is actually hand puppetry. Yeah. Yes. I thought what That's was the stupidest awesome. thing we could do. I, I was so excited because I was developing this secretly over the summer with Malcolm. And I hadn't even told Dom about it. And I was so scared. And then, like, right before our very first class in the fall semester, I was like, all right, all right, I got something really cool to show you. And then, like, I just showed him this video. And I was like, it's just motion capture with our hands. And Dom was like, oh. I thought his reaction was going to be, that's stupid. We're not going to do that. And he was so excited for it. I was like, all right, Malcolm, get over here. Get over here. <laughs> well, because <laughs> that's, uh, cause that, that's what's used in Dog of Wisdom. Uh, like that that yeah. fucking glorious video and so like when I saw like the face move like that I was like oh my god like instead of like taking a video of someone doing a sock puppet we are taking like motion capture of someone doing a sock puppet to go into a 3D sock puppet that is useless like that is also <laughs> useless I'm not but it adds a whole other skill set into this too, because like puppetry is is a whole other freaking level too. Like that's its own thing. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing is like um with stop motion, anytime somebody's like anytime you see stop motion lucky, it's puppeted by either Dom, Amanda, Dilly, David, or myself. And then anytime you see a mocap, it's it, like ninety percent of the time, any mocap puppet is Malcolm, and then I'm the other ten percent like picking up the scraps. Anytime that you see a CG puppet, like that's Malcolm in mocap, and then somebody else cleans up the 3D animation, David or myself. Mm. When it came it, to it's your, a tough uh, skill, but he's good at it. Oh, so with the photo bashing stuff, so I'm like, is it like I'm assuming you did you like just go around bought like so? Well, actually, other question: Do you live in Boston? Uh, no, I I used to. Um, I I'm stationed in Savannah, Georgia, right now. Uh, because let me let me be honest new england is very cold and i hate yeah. that <laughs> i, well, I we, love we new just, england but yeah we just got we just got nine inches of snow today let me tell you oh it was God, not fun man. it was not fun getting coffee this morning yeah no you gotta get that dunks ice like have you wait have you ever seen that <laughs> meme and it's like it's like yeah like i gotta get my dunks ice like brb and it's like that that guy on like, <laughs> like a, a He's in like ten feet of snow, like in eighteen yeah. like layers. I fucking yeah. love Boston. Hey, let's do Lucky Boy, but in the snow, so it's impossible to shoot. Yeah. Oh, and I do mean shoot. Like, not only are like the puppets virtual motion capture, but we also like went in with like a Wi-Fi connection in our phones, and we virtually moved the camera around by physically moving our phones. There, there's so much space. tech in this phone. Yeah. Wait, wait, explain that? Because um, I'm, so, I'm lost. David found this cool uh, Blender add-on because we were like trying to find new things in Blender to speed up our workflow. And then he found this really cool cinematography plugin um, where when you add the add-on, you can then connect to an app on your phone or your iPad, and you could use that as a virtual camera in your physical space to pilot around the Blender workspace. And then you could record your actions piloting that camera. 
So every single thing that shot is a steady cam that we actually held in our hands. That's so it's fucking similar. cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> similar to the technique they used for all the space battles in Star Wars Rogue One. Like that, that's yeah. that's oh, really easy. We that, wanted to feel yeah. really grounded and real because like this one thing that Dom mentioned to me over the summer when we were first writing that I kept in my head the entire production is that we wanted Lucky Boy to be an authentic voice. And I wanted like the filming to be authentic. I wanted the Boston to be authentic. I wanted the personalities of the characters to be authentic. And so like mm. when it came down to like the actual filming of it, I was like, if we could ground ourselves like it's a real camera in this space, that's just going to lend to the authenticity and your believability because you're like, this is not at a preposterous height of some virtual 3D camera you just chucked in here. This is grounded and real. Yeah, I will say like none of the none of the CGI scenes you guys did like ever felt like a video game. It all felt like it was real cinematography. Yeah, it was. We we also shout out to David because he also like I mean like we just talked about him, but like he had a, a huge hand in like cinematography for the film. Like uh I'm I'm really grateful for that. We had a bunch of like film fans like working on the project, like film buffs, and he was one of them. So I, yeah. I always and I, I thought it was really important um whenever we were doing a shot because david and i would like go off in our corners and like start doing different sequences in our blend files and i thought it was important that dom is there for every single one because i was like it needs to go through the director's eyes and be like this is right and so yeah. like dom overseed every single shot of the film uh, oh my god i had a cameras. fucking laser eye on some of those cameras because like it it's fun. like it's funny before this year I was always like, yeah, I'm just going to be a storyboarder. Like my, my horizons broadened a lot as I got into like lucky boy. And, and like, I, I had a lot of like music video production gigs for, for other artists, like I dress and stuff. But like before that I was like, yeah, no, I'm just going to be a storyboarder. And so like a, a storyboarder going into directing a, a senior thesis, like when it got into 3d and like my my storyboards like parts of them wouldn't add up like unless we faked perspectives and shit it made me so mad i was always like no like the camera needs to be over here move this keyframe like i don't know <laughs> i don't know i know exactly how you feel that that is like a very frustrating like like sort of feeling because like yeah in your head it feels it feels right you're like oh that makes sense and then you're like oh that's not physically possible you literally can't do a shot like that you're like damn it yeah like, sometimes you gotta fake it though to do something oh yeah really cool. faking is the best skill you can ever learn like fake everything oh, in like, your life i think my favorite shot from the bag <laughs> is the one that i faked the hardest where it's a real person a real guitar but part of it's actually a fake guitar that i made and then it's a 3d background and then it's lucky sock puppet head with 2d eyes and then there's 2d effects on the front like it's all such scrabbled collage together that it fakes your brain into thinking oh this makes sense it's such a mess on the back end <laughs> I, I don't know if you know what i'm talking about but it's, it's a shot where it's like a human body playing guitar and it's a sock yeah yeah head. freaking love it i love that shot too <laughs> it, i groove to that one he just like slowly goes back and forth and i tilt the camera behind him uh, mm. hey bull give me a question okay all right so uh, i didn't get to lead into it <laughs> Well, I, I, don't, I don't know how long you're going to talk. This is Brandy we're talking about. I, I don't know. Brandy could keep talking for an hour, and, I, I, and I'd be like, and I'd listen intently the entire time. And I'd yeah, know yeah, yeah. My mom calls and, it. And then yeah. he'll, do the, he'll do the pause. He'll do the pause, and you think he's done, and then he comes back. So you gotta, you he's like, right, actually. <laughs> That's actually like rewinding up the, the thing in the back of my head. It's got to spin again. Yeah, yeah. 
So, so the reason I brought up Boston is I want to ask if you had that, like all the photo batching stuff, if all those photos, did you like take those photos or are those like stock photos? Like how did, how did you get all those like seen? Yeah. I yeah, said we, down um, out in the wild. Yeah. Yeah. We went out in the wild. Uh, me and my friend, uh, Matt Sylvester, he's like an incredible filmmaker. Um, but when, when like summer came around and it was like, okay, like my, my film is greenlit. Like it's, it's time to take some photos. Like I checked in with Brandon. I was like, okay, what specifically like should we be doing here? Like, do we need raws? Like yada, yada. And when, when the technical stuff was like kind of like taken into account, Early. like, yeah, we just, we rent, we didn't rent. Uh, there's, there's like the, the blue, like e-bikes or whatever in uh, Boston. Like you can like check out a bike with a phone on your app and like ride it around. And Boston's actually super easy to traverse on a bike. Like it, it does not take long to get to the under, other end of the city. Um, but we just like <coughs> biked around and just like took uh, photos using his uh, DSLR. Um, and then like we went back. So so like we had all we had this giant photo album to use for the film. And then once and we did pre-production and and we storyboarded and stuff, we were like, okay, now we know specifically what we need. So then. When winter came yeah, that's along, what even was though it was much colder, about the colors. Yeah, like the color even though it was much like colder, we we had to we had to go back and and take more photos in Boston. Like I I flew back home and uh like went out with my friend Connor to take like all the photos that now now that we know the actual like places that appear in the film, like oh fuck, we gotta go f- photograph those. We didn't get those during the summer, like yeah, like cheapo. Yeah, cheapo records. Cheapo, cheapo. records. There, there's some really real locations in the film, which I think lends to that authentic voice. You got Cheapa Records, you got the Sinclair, you have uh, a parking garage that's dusty everywhere. <laughs> no, that's a, I think that's the most unrealistic part of it, because Boston only has like two parking garages. You have Pizza Masturbatio, great. Yeah. The, <laughs> or, the or whatever it's called, Pepe, story. I don't remember. It's got like three different names. There was one point where I had this joke that Dom kept rejecting. Where I wanted the boss to be so cheap that he stole pizza boxes from other pizza joints, so you didn't know the actual name of his pizza joint because all the boxes would, were different. I was like, "How the fuck would we even tell this was going on?" Like, I... <laughs> but that, that yeah. was like very concerned that that joke wouldn't sell. Um, so we ended up not doing it. But I do like the pizza box we ended up with because it was both a real box and a fake box. I love the real one; it's my favorite. <laughs> what, what? So how? Wait, it's a fake box. So like. Wait, wait, sorry. It's a well, there's real like box? a there's a CG version of the box, and then there's like a stop mo version where we oh, got like that's a miniature okay, calzone box, and then like relabeled it. Yeah, we we printed out a new cover for it. Of there's like the the pizza box cover is like it's like this Italian like chef like stereotype, and he's like he's doing the OK sign with his hand, and it says pizza masturbatio on it, and like he's got a, a speech bubble that says white. Um, I, I was just like, I wow, like, side, I don't even know if I'm funny anymore. And then, yeah. Dom, what does the side say? The side says Satriales. That's a reference to Sopranos because I got really into that last year. Okay. So we also <laughs> chuck that on the side. Yeah. So it's got so many different names. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. The, the Sir Palo shot when he's walking away with that puppet and then like you see Dom briefly and he bleeps away. Um, he's actually holding a stop motion animated pizza box um, that we just like bounced around uh, really on re- really early on in production. There's a lot of cool stop motion stuff that we did that people are never going to notice like the sweat beads. 
Mm. Yeah, you guys did a really good job of blending. Like there was like, I actually I'm gonna be honest. The first time I watched it, I didn't even know there. I didn't even know there was any stop motion. Like I just assumed it, like most of it was like 3D or just like motion capture. I didn't realize that there were certain segments. Like you guys, the who did who did the compositing on on like most of the compositing? Oh, you did a fucking fantastic job on the Thanks, compositing dude. though itself. I could not tell that a lot of those were stop motion. Lucky boy is my compositing real. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. Compositing, the compositing is so good on there that I'm actually going to be adding a compositing credit. I sent that message to Tom. <laughs> the day <laughs> Yo, Lucky Boy came go. out, I, <laughs> the day Lucky Boy came out, I was like, hey, Tom, maybe not on this project because I still want to be considered the producer, but uh, you should totally add compositing. Yeah. Com- and then at the bottom, I, f- I just typed to watch Lucky Boy eight times. I feel like compositor is like becoming a very modern, like it's- new thing just because you know after effects knowledge is getting so widespread and compositing is such a nice bonus like to a film like it makes everything look so much more cohesive if you have a good compositor it's, it's the really art cool. of making stuff look cool if if anyone here is is listening and, and you haven't found your artistic voice yet you're looking for a new skill check out um compositing because uh it's a niche so lots of people are always looking for compositors like it's it's cool. Like I, I think it's really fun. It is cool. It's freaking fun. I, I think Brandon, stop mode though is my favorite part though. Freaking, I, I mentioned this before, but the sweat beads. I had to convince Dom that it would be like fun to take a break and just like slowly animate some stuff in stop motion. And we did these sweat beads where we had this like museum gel, which is basically the slowest moving liquid on Earth. And we animated it along a wire, and then we comp out the person animating it, and then the green screen behind, and then we had real sweat beads coming off of Lucky in sequence one. Shit like that <laughs> makes me like so fond of the nightmare production. <laughs> what would you but, say is the hardest shot you you composited? Oh gosh, there's one shot that I always hated because I never actually got around to it until three four days before it came out um there's a shot yeah i worked on it all the way up until it came out at 6 p.m on christmas day oh my god okay, i, I, was, I, I, I assumed crunch. it was done like like a couple weeks of like weeks ahead like you're just like waiting for that release i didn't realize it, no man, no man, I, you were dedicated dom announced like here's the deadline 30 days it comes out and then i looked at it and i went that's one day off from christmas is he gonna do christmas eve and i had a message and i was like all right we're gonna do christmas um, and then I was like, all right, I have a trip in a couple days. Came back from the trip. I was like, all right, crunch mode. <laughs> Let's do this. But yeah, <laughs> I didn't get to it for so long because it was such a daunting shot. But it's a shot of a stop motion Lucky in this photo bashed alley that Dom had made. Um, it's one of the nighttime scenes at the very beginning before he runs into the thugs. And everything's like bit crushed and has this cool uh, green, red, blue palette with like orange highlights. And he's just moving around at stop mo and he does like this turn and stuff. It looks pretty simple, but it was a hell of a hard time, like, getting that to look right in the first place. I would say that was definitely, like, one of the hardest shots for me to do. Mostly because conceptually, it didn't look good until it was done. Which is always hard, because then, like, you lose faith in what you're doing when you're compositing it. Because you're, like, you have to go through so many steps and layers to make sure that a certain aspect of the shot looks the way that you want. And until the entire shot's complete, you don't know if it's good. Fancy. Okay. Another cool tool, though, real quick. Um, one of the reasons that you may not notice that some shots are stop motion is because we actually used AI to enhance our stop motion. Uh, did you, you use it? Uh, 
what's it called what's the i term? used i used an ai interpolator to take yeah, our stop mo like sometimes our stop out wasn't entirely smooth and there's times that like i'll go in and i'll use like deformers and puppet pins and after effects and i'll accentuate it myself with like in-betweens but sometimes i just run it through the ai interpreter interpolator and the very first shot of the film is a stop motion lucky doing a camera move in camera that uh, our producer amanda animated but it wasn't smooth enough and we weren't able to reshoot it because SCAD took our lights away and we didn't have our mm-hmm. setup at Dom's place anymore. And so I just ran it through the interpolator and after a few passes and tries, um, I got a really smooth camera turn. And now it matched with the camera turn that we had in the 3D space with the 3D environment. And so there's a lot of shots like that where we just use AI to make our stop motion have more frames. Okay. And what what uh, what software do you uh, or like interpolator do you use, by the way? Uh, it's called Flow Frames. I credited it on the Newgrounds project, but I guess not enough people have heard about it. It's it's a really handy app that uses uh, RAF AI interpolation, some simple stuff. It just basically play with settings, hit a button, hope, and then try again. <laughs> uh, I don't see it on the... Oh, wait, never mind. Now I see it. Okay, float frames. All right, I'll have to keep that in mind, yeah, because that... I've always wondered where you can get that sort of... like Because I'm, I'm not tech savvy enough when it comes to the ai when it, like, it's AI that software. program that a lot of people use to make anime look shitty in like 60 fps so that's why a lot of oh. people <laughs> hate it or swear it off but it's very useful uh for stop motion if you need just a couple more frames like if you want to push that 8 fps back into 12 or something like that <laughs> okay that's pretty sick that explains a lot though um well, we are we are getting on time. Is there anything else you guys want to like anything like particularly you really like that I haven't asked about that you really want to talk about? Huh. Um. That is. That is a good question. Such an open-ended question. Uh, yeah. an open-ended question. <laughs> That's um, that the most open-ended that. question you have asked all night. Um. And to which I say, uh. I I don't know. Pro- Probably, and you'll remember tomorrow. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I had, I had one thing that I I didn't want to like talk about, uh, but I did want to mention is that a lot of people have been asking about uh, if they can get uh, Murder Dick shirts, the uh, the band shirt that like Brooke and Donna wear in the film. Oh. And we're we're working on some shirts right now. We we should have some by the radio show. Um, that's that's going to come out, or or that's going to happen like later uh, this week, like Sunday. Um. And so, yeah, like that, that's really all it's just, I, as I said before, like we had no fucking clue that like people were going to like this, this much, or, or I didn't like, uh, the, I, I love it, but I just didn't, the internet is fickle. It's, it's very like luck based and like timing based and everything. And I just had no idea like what was going to latch. So I never planned like that. A lot of people would comment and be like, oh, like, can I wear like the murder dick shirt? Like, is there anywhere I can like get that? <laughs> and I, I had always thought like maybe that's something someone would ask, but I was always like, "You're being full of yourself. Like no one's gonna want a fucking shirt of your sock film." Like, <laughs> but, if you guys yeah. uh, follow the film on Twitter, you'll hear about it when we drop any merch stuff. Yeah, keep an eye out. It might come from me. It might come yeah. from Dom, but it'll definitely uh, end up on there, uh, if not retweeted original post. I will say there's one thing that I do want to talk about real quick. I, I, I also realize maybe not this crowd. Uh, or anybody who listens to the podcast might be one of those people. But I've seen a lot of reviews that like refer to it like an animation collab. It is not is really an animation weird to collab. Me. It's not. It, it was written. It was storyboarded. It's such a traditional production with such an untraditional look. Um, 
it, it, and you see so many credits on like the Newgrounds page, but not everybody who worked on the film has a Newgrounds, so they're not credited there. And those credits aren't entirely accurate either because, for example, the GWC band who did our opening theme, all four, all three of them are credited as well as their GWC band account as music, but they did the one 20-second song, you know, and there's like a bunch of animators who don't have an account who worked on it, but they're not credited on the sidebar. If you check out like the actual credits at the end, you'll see like how many people actually worked on this film. Yeah, we, we had like a, a ton of animators from like, honestly, like around the country. Um, we, we had like, we had like a ton of voice actors, a ton of um, yeah. like little bits of moving pieces. But like this, this isn't a collab. Like we didn't just hand things off and be like, oh, like do your thing. Like we, we were really deliberate um, about yeah, this. Film. Every shot passed through. Both it's it's weird to see it be called a collab because this is like, I know it looks weird. I know it looks crazy. Um, and there's like a lot going on, but like, I swear, like we, th- this is not a reanimated or anything like that. Like we're like, th- this is, this is a real movie. Like I, I know yeah. that it's a weird yeah. like distinction, but it's not a collab. And the film is really dense. So I will say that like the first six names that you see at the end credits of the film uh, did like 85 to 90 per- 90% of like the work on the film. Like there's so much in it. That even if like we hand off several shots like different animators to do other stuff like those first six names should be credited so hard for their work because they are the reason that the film is made entirely. Do you want I, I just think it's like the, the, the top six like give give a big old shout out right now before we go. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, go for it, Don. Okay. Um, clasps hands together and licks lips. Um, Love you, uh, Malcolm. Uh, you're Malcolm. a god. Uh, I had no idea that you were going to be as big a part of this as you were, but you, like, I, I don't even understand three dimensions the way you do. Like, it's like you wouldn't have done it without you. Um, David, like, we've we've talked David. about you a lot this episode. You're a vital voice. Um, Diley, funny. Uh, love you, Diley. You're super funny. Thought it was I, Dilly. <laughs> I, I I love like Diley was our two D director made so many beautiful eyes and did so many tests for us. Um, I'm sad that there's less uh, Dilly and or Diley animations in his in in their two D style than like the rest of the film. Like I wanted more like Diley styled Luckies throughout the entire film. Yeah, you know Diley's I mean? voice that, really like informed the film, and we we even wanted more, but. And and then yeah, Amanda, like, you you are our saving grace. You're the reason why uh, Scad didn't like, put us on a pike, and why uh, no one ended up mad at us. Uh, Prevented really, my carpal tunnel, which is uh, dope. Um, man, this is the part where I become an asshole and like forget like one or two people. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I, I got it. You you've hit. Um, I think you've hit the first six. We got David, Diley. Amanda, Malcolm, myself, and you. No, wait. You know what? Um, even though it's not part of the six, I really want to shout out uh, Ryan Storm um, because, oh, like, sound, absolutely. Yeah, Ryan did sound. Everyone knows that sound is fifty percent of animation, and the people that don't know don't make good I'd animations. Say 60. Like, yeah, it's sixty. It's sixty percent. Like, that's how important sound is. That's what and Troy always said. Ryan, Ryan has had like some really incredible sound projects that I've always really looked up to. So it's like. Just sick that he decided to do a sound pass of our entire 10-minute film. Like, thank you. And and Ryan is also the person who was there with me at the end for the crunch. Like, the moment that he saw the, the timer go off on Dom's Twitter, he was like, yeah, so 
like, you need me to finish the sound, right? And I was like, hell yeah, dude. And he was with me the whole way. He was, like, crunching that sound out on December, making sure it was perfect for everybody. Damn. Mm. Uh, obviously, right. like, fantastic. Uh, all the other people who filled holes on the film, like, all billion of you, like, you're also gods, like, credit where credit is due. Like, thank you, obviously. And uh, thank you to the people who, like, just liked watching the film in general. Like, you're the reason why it's alive. Um, and thank you, Brandon, for uh, being my partner through hell. <laughs> oh, you know what question that Bull hasn't asked that everybody has been asking me? What's up? Ugh, where did you get, like, Pitch Lucky Boy to Adult Swim? You should do, like, a Scott Pilgrim thing, except without the, all the X's. Adult Swim sucks! Newgrounds is better! Wait, what? Oh, what? boom! Got him. Adult Swim sucks ever since um, WB got bought out by at and <laughs> That's, That's what I'm saying! <laughs> Adult Swim is money, though. <laughs> That's hey, true. Yeah. Money, money, money. I mean, it could happen. I mean, to be fair, like, Smiling Friends is is coming out, and that's, like, from what I've seen just on Twitter, that's, like, almost an entirely a Newgrounds production from the people that are hired and, like, Hell yeah. Like, so, it, it could happen. It totally could happen. You got you got those names. You got the names there. They, they, they look out for you. They look out for their homies, so. Okay, Adult Swim agent, I know you're listening to this because of how much you love my funny jokes on Twitter. Please knock on my door, like, uh, and yeah. you can talk politics or whatever. Politics. Yeah, politics is a great yeah. way to get in the door. Great Feminism. way to get in the door. Perfect. Dude, that's how I get every, if, That's how I get all my friends. I, I immediately bring yeah. up politics. I talk and, politics. Uh, the, uh... Yeah, yeah. If you ever if you ever want to get in the industry, make sure you, you have your latest Biden facts. Your latest <laughs> facts. They love that shit. Oh, absolutely. Prize. Guys, um, actually, yeah. Adult Swim just slid into my DMs right now, and they're like, hey, I really love Lucky Boy, and I'm just going to write back, hashtag me too. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and since you're working on it, we should add. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, let's go, Brandon. Can we get some let's go, Brandon's in the chat? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I don't know what you're talking about. This is not going to get cut out of context at any point ever. Nope, we're good. What are you talking about? All right. Oh, good times, good times. Well, while we're thanking people, we do have to uh, give a shout out to our supporters too before we take off. We do, we do, we do. So uh, let's we... let's start with our super patrons. We got uh, a little little fella known as Stepford. He's he's a sweet little guy, cat, man, girl. Thing. I always thought they... that it was like a mouse. I was sad when I learned it was a cat. It's a cat. A cat. They are <laughs> a cat. You thought it was a cat? I mean, you thought it was a mouse? Wait. They what? they they what are you more shocked are a cat? about. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on shout out to to ravi uh thanks for your support pixel turkey geo corelli cortat g charissa boozle plum fought yeah he loves when i do that Wait, there's someone bacon. who's like boozle no plum fought oh he loves when i call him that bacon teravex oh wait we're in the we're in the grand super page so i gotta <clears throat> sorry terry i gotta i gotta get, amplify it a little more teravex kevin polo Daniel McDonald and the beautiful Carter Sterling and our ultimate super grand patrons. Whoa. I really at Mr. Tom Woo! As a fan of the Tom show, Brady. I suggest I you check the receipts and podcast. see where this money Tom goes. Brady. Tom Brady deflated all our balls, but he listens to the podcast. Let's go, Boston. Anyway. Woo! Boston. Yeah, yeah, they make great baked beans. I love them. 
I want to go back to Boston because that's where Chris Pache is right now. I'm he's like yeah, dude, getting burgers wait, and shit. Yeah, is he wait? Is he back in Boston? I thought he's still in uh, New Hampshire. I don't know. Maybe Carson was like messing with me. Ryan's I'm, in Boston Worcester, right now. Worcester's cooler. Ryan's always Actually, in Boston. <laughs> speaking of what? Uh, speaking of Worcester, I have a confession to make. The uh, the promo art and that I put in the uh, the announcements and also tweeted out on Twitter. Uh, that's <laughs> not Boston. That's Worcester. <laughs> Oh, that is <laughs> that is the gravest too, sin. We definitely didn't have. use any photos of Savannah during our time on Lucky Boy. It's all boss. Yeah, you know, if, if we're talking about that uh, <laughs> that banner, we should also mention that um, uh, for example, it's Domrom Art, not Domrom Bull, my boy. Yeah, no, you Domrom can... Art. Easy. Dude, you... And when are when are when are when are we getting that Brandon Boozeal guy on? Yeah, when when are you guys getting Weasel. Brandon Boozeal? Boozeal. Buzil, uh, the guy seems interesting. <laughs> he stood us up tonight, and I, I, you know, that was pretty unprofessional. Man, I don't think I'm going to invite yeah. him back on. That, that can, he can go fuck himself. Right. As far as I'm, we got the second, you know. we, we got, we got the second best Brandon in here. We're good, we're good. Yeah, I'm a good backup. Let's, let's go, Brandon. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Is this good? Uh, don't Google it. Don't bother. Oh gosh, you're better off not knowing. Am I going to get canceled? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to get this podcast canceled. But... Hey, just we'll come see. to NGPR. It's great. Yeah, that's that's, that's my plan. Like, I'll get this one shut down, and then I can go to the good one. Shall, if you're listening, uh, I'm you know I'm I'm a free agent. You know, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we'd I'd love to talk. You know, let's 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 get together. Let's work out something. You know. Yeah, and on that note, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks good for night, uh, coming on, Dom, Brandy. Fucking great show. Thank you so Very much. Very interesting us. stuff. Yeah, thank guys. you for making Lucky Boy. It's fucking great. I loved it. Hey, thank you for liking it. <laughs> yeah, you, you can ask Dom. I didn't think anybody like would like it. it. I did. No, dude. I knew people were gonna like. I knew people were gonna like. You saw fan art for it before it even like hit the web. Come on. <laughs> I, I I I legitimately thought, and I told Dom this all the time, is that people are gonna be so disappointed with Lucky Boy. <laughs> yeah, and that was great for my moral. Yeah. <laughs> You're a fucking dick, Franny. Why did you sell that? <laughs> so awesome here's for the my thing. Morale. The the moment that we graduated, I didn't have to hold up the the team anymore because I was like I was I was going solo cleaning the thing up, and I was like I don't have to hold up the morale anymore. I could just like say how I really feel. So bring it to <laughs> Brandon. Fucking like, oh, welcome to the real it. world. People are gonna hate it. Dude, fan art's like, I, I'm graduated. You guys don't know what the real world's like. I know what it's like. Yeah. All right, and you're <laughs> shit. You're shit. I'm a, I'm hardened now. I'm hardened. I've been out there. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Are we going to play Jackbox?